0: Oh, baby, we got some action going on. It's the franchise tag deadline day, and we are hitting you live. It is 4.05, so it just came to a close. We're going to try and make sense about the franchise yeah. tag and futures of some of these players and where they're going. Make uh, sense of this for me. We did a show on Monday... You wore this shirt. No, I wore a gray shirt. I actually asked Woody, and her response was, Sims is not going to change his shirt, so please wear this and make my life easy. So that's not the same shirt? No, it's the same design, Okay, but green. Okay. Yes, okay. Marcus Vandiver, Lefko, is back. Uh, some important dates before we get going. March 9th. That's when free agency starts. So if you're a Patriots fan and you didn't tag Dante Hightower, Belichick still has eight days to get him under contract. It's not over. July 15th is the date where if a guy did get tagged, that's where you have to to get a long-term deal done. Otherwise, that franchise tag is going to be something big. Right. Just like we saw with Von Miller last year, right? That was the last-hour type of deal. Um, We already got some people like Michael Alexander Rogers saying AP to the Raiders. We're going to get into where AP is going and if there's going to be a market for him at all coming up. But let's start off and and go with the nine guys that you thought were going to get the franchise tag and if it actually happened. Um, So here they are. Dante Hightower did not. Le'Veon Bell did. Kevin Zeitler, offensive guard for the Bengals, did not. That was a stupid one of me too. And we're chalking that up because all all offensive linemen get grouped together, yes. and you're not going to pay a guard the same as you would pay a tackle, right. and you believe that teams are less likely to dole out that cash. Yes,
1: definitely for a guard, no uh, doubt about Eric it. Eric
0: Berry, uh, I think they were prepared to tag him, but right. then they got a long-term deal done. Uh, Melvin Ingram did get one, uh, and then you nailed the NFC. Kirk Cousins, K1 Short, Chandler Jones, Tremaine Johnson, all got it. Right. So the only two you missed was Hightower and Zeitler, and you did not think that JPP would get
1: one. I did not. I did not. And I think the JPP thing, the, the listen, the people I know in the NFL football world, it came down to this. And I don't think this is going to be breaking news to anybody. But Jacksonville, who's there? Tom, Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin. I, they have a ton of money. I think the Giants were uh, hoping that they didn't have to franchise a JPP and that they would get the last chance to match a contract offer. I, yeah. But I think Jacksonville... And I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were Mm. two teams that were grossly interested in JPP. Does that mean the right way?
0: No, I would say uh, Uh, really interested. Really really interested (laughs) in a JPP. I know that a lot of Giants fans in this office are like, if you're going to tag anybody, tag Hankins. He's more important. Uh, You've been saying you thought he was the better player. I I think, Now, again, they could still get a deal done with Hankins, but... They it's don't gonna,
1: have a lot of cash. No, it's going to be tough to do with a Hankins, because I think Hankins is going to command big money. I mean, uh, out of the defensive tackles that are out there on the market, you know, listen, in my book, it's it's you know, there's no more K-1 K- 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 short on the market, because right. he's franchised. But I Calais mean, Campbell? Yes, I mean, he's a little bit of a different type of a D yeah. tackle than a Hankins. Hankins is going to be at the top of the list, and I think he's going to get really big I, money. I
0: wonder, you went on a long list of the defensive tackles that are in the free agent market. Yes. Um, and that I think maybe the Giants are thinking hit the open market, realize that the Benny Logans of the world are out there and, and name some of the other big defensive yeah, tackles. Yeah, I mean,
1: hey, Terrell McLean from yes. the Dallas Cowboys. Brandon Williams. In the conversation. Exactly right. Uh, Don Terry Poe is going to be in this yes. conversation. Now, Brandon Williams is a guy he's going to make huge money. Right. Nick Fairley uh, another guy yeah, but that's it's, out there. But what I'm saying is it's yes. a really
0: deep market, so maybe he goes out there, Brandon Williams gets a lot of the money, yep. and other teams are going you know what? I'd rather spend it on a Jack Crawford uh, than our guy that we're talking about right now. Uh, Hankins. Jonathan Hankins, yes. Uh, and maybe the Giants go, hey, I know you love New York. Come back. But let's start off with the guys yeah. that were tagged. Chandler Jones, Arizona Cardinals. You predicted this uh, because uh, they traded for him yep. and that you're not going to let it go. And look, he had 11 sacks last season. Yes. Uh, here's a list. And these are the approximated values for what the franchise tag will be. So let me go through this really quick. Right. Kirk Cousins, $24 because he got it last year. Le'Veon Bell the running back market is around 12 Jason Pierre Paul 17 million because it's the defensive end Chandler Jones same thing there Melvin Ingram I'll tell you what, if I'm his agent, I'm arguing that he's a defensive end and not an outside linebacker because sure. it's a 3-4 scheme. Because yep. as a linebacker, he's only getting 14.6. Right. K1 short, interior D lineman, 13.5. Tremaine Johnson, uh, it says $16 million there, which would make him the highest paid corner. Because remember, they had to franchise tag last him last year, year yes. because they went, uh, Janoris Jenkins, Tremaine Johnson, Tremaine Johnson, and then we're going to franchise tag him. Yes. But I want to start with Chandler Jones, 27 years old, 11 sacks last season right um Right move to tag him, and do you think they try and get a deal done?
1: I, I do think it's the right move to tag him. Listen, there's not a lot of guys in the NFL in general who can rush the pass at an elite level, and Chandler Jones is definitely in that conversation. Is he one of the five, six best pass rushers in football? No, but I think he's in the conversation at that later part of the top ten, mm. somewhere there. And, yes, like you brought up already, they gave up a, a good amount to get Chandler Jones through the trade with the yes. New England Patriots. So it would be foolish to throw those picks away and go, well, we got 16 games of non-playoff football out of them, yeah. uh, and we gave away some draft picks yeah. as well. So it's a smart decision, and listen, they need some difference makers in their front seven. Calais Campbell's for you right now. He's getting up there in age either way. Yes, You know, you have your Marcus Golden, right? The other outside linebacker, sure. who's talented, really has a bright future, but they're not paying him anything, so no. it doesn't count. And then you look at the rest of the front seven, you go, who else is there? Robert Kimdichie? We don't know what he is yet. All I know is I, I follow be Robert
0: Kimdichie on Snapchat, and he's just enjoying time in Japan right now. Oh, is that right? I've always that's always been the, the thing about Kim Dichi. Yeah, loves to loves to. And I, I look, I love people that are intelligent and are more aware, and life is more than football, right? But when you're spending seventeen million dollars on a guy, Chandler Jones is is in.
1: Chandler Jones is a. Uh, I was around him in New England. I was there working for the Patriots when we drafted him and Dante Hightower both in the first round that year. Chandler Jones is one of those very mature, twenty seven year old men. He really is. He's not
0: like his brother.
1: He's not like his brother. I mean, he's he knows what work ethic's all about. Yes, John, the, the UFC fighter, has certainly been troubled that way, but Chandler
0: Jones... You I, also thought Aaron Hernandez was a really put-together guy, well, too.
1: Well, I don't know if I thought he was put-together, but I really liked him. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I did. I'm not going to lie about you that. You also
0: are a huge voucher for Ray Rice.
1: Uh, I am, and I will still vouch I for know, Ray know, Rice. Uh, so, yeah, listen, yeah, my thoughts are certainly flawed, as you're pointing out. Well, it's hard. Um, They're but, humans. but Chandler Jones is a guy that, you know, I saw for the better part of the year, he ain't afraid to work. And he's yeah. a good guy. There's, I would be very shocked if he ever gets in any trouble. I know he got in what? He got in trouble supposedly with what? That like what, oh, yeah.
0: synthetic weed there yeah. at the end of the time? Yeah, there and he New was England? like went to a cop. But they I think that the would be as bad as it would get.
1: Right. Right.
0: Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there's, you know, a lot less to do in Arizona. But Chandler Jones, they had to keep them under contract. Had to. I think they're still in their window, and you need to keep that piece. Yes. Now, another pass rusher we are talking about before, JPP, 28 years old, going to get 17 million, around 17 million with him getting the franchise tag. That is more than half of the Giants cap space. Yeah. And when I think about teams that I don't think are in their Super Bowl window yet, right. I, I just, I don't. Especially if you don't bring back Hankins. Right. Um, was this a good move in franchise the tagging? <sighs> you know, I'm I really. Have done it?
1: Well, he, he is still a top player at the position. Now, I'll say this: Let's have an open discussion with people even here watching the show. Okay, let's I'll ask, ask, the ask you as well. I mean. Uh, I look at it like this: I don't think JPP is one of the ten best pass rushers in football anymore, right? And I think if we roughly go through it, if you just go to the AFC West right away. He's like fourth on the list right there, right. right? If we go Justin Houston, Von Miller, Khalil Mack, he's fourth on that list. I think if we went would through you take the, Bosa over. We him? Went, I, I'm, actually, I would yes. So you
0: pick him fifth in the he's AFC West. He's fifth in West.
1: the AFC West. So that would clarify. I think if we went through the rest of the conferences, you'd go. You know what, Chris Sims, you might be right. He's not one of the mm. ten best pass rushers in mm. football. Now he's a really good player. He is a physical presence. Uh, I mean, the the, the size and his ability to move. He plays the run really well. I mean, he can zone drop into pass coverage and be phenomenal with that. But I don't know if he's worth $17 million a year mm. at this point. Uh, they do have a few other holes in their roster that I would have liked
0: to have maybe seen them attack.
1: But yeah. they drafted JPP, and there is something to say about that, too. They
0: value him as like their own kid a little bit. Uh, Quinn McGuire saying he's not even the best in the NFC East. Hashtag Kerrigan. Uh, and then there you go, so. Michael Alexander Rogers, JPP, is second tier, decent pass rusher. And uh, I know, look, a lot of people can joke about fingers and all that stuff. You genuinely believe it hurt him wrapping up a handful, a handful of times last year <laughs> yeah. when it came to coming around the edge. Yeah,
1: definitely. The last two years, he's had certainly. Do you had... believe
0: it was more fear in the market? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh,
1: I do. I think it was fear of the market. I just think it was the Tom Coughlin, the few teams at the top of. The salary cap right now, who have the most money to spend, mm-hmm. they need defensive ends and I think the Giants were just unwilling to. I think they were hoping, hey, we can send you out into the market and n- somebody might give you a good deal, but we can we can match it and you'll want to yes. come back here to New York. Uh, right. But I think those other two teams could have priced them out of it.
0: So Canvasser wants us to do one more tag. I don't need to do K-1 short. We get that. I don't need to do Melvin Ingram. I get K-1 short because he had a down year, so you give him the franchise tag to see which one he really was. Yeah. Melvin Ingram, you don't want to lose well, him because your defense is special. one short, even a down
1: year, I think we got to say this. I mean, d- down your,
0: still in the Started conversation. Off rough, right? came back in the
1: second half and you think he was an absolute stun. Still in the conversation five best interior D
0: linemen in football. Le'Veon Bell getting the exclusive tag, which is, for those of you that don't understand, exclusive franchise tag means that no one can make a deal with you. Yep. Uh, a Non-exclusive means that they can make a deal, but you get two first round picks. Le'Veon Bell was the easiest one, 25 years old. He had that song earlier, Focus, where he said, I'm going to need 15 a year and they know this. They're getting them for 12. It makes sense. Tremaine Johnson, you can't let the guy go after you tagged him. I want to talk about Kirk Cousins yeah, okay. because I think that was the franchise tag we were all talking about. Mm-hmm. He'll be 29 by the start of the season. It's an exclusive tag, so no one can make a deal with him. Just under $24 million, which means in the last two years, he'll have made around $44 million guaranteed. Yeah. My question is, why go exclusive? You're telling me that if the Niners made a deal with Kirk Cousins, you would be upset with two first-round picks for Kirk Cousins, including the first pick in the NFL draft? That's my question.
1: Yeah, I I get it. Uh, It it is a valid question. I don't know if I really have an answer for you. Um, Because
0: do you think Washington has a chance to go to the Super Bowl this year with that defense? Well,
1: the free agency isn't over yet. Let me evaluate free agency. But if they get – I mean, what do you mean? If if they get Jonathan Hankins at D-Tackle and a few other guys, I'm going to go – and another, you know, a safety, All right, a corner.
0: Well, we'll, we'll have this conversation then. But my thing is I would totally take two first-round picks for Kirk Cousins. Yeah,
1: you know, listen, they're, they're, I probably would as well. I, I would at the end of the day. I think what teams get scared of, uh, listen, there's some history there between Bruce Allen, who's running the Redskins, and the Shanahan family, right? Yes. Uh, they were there in Washington together. There's a little few more things, I think, going on in the background than people realize. And I think Bruce would probably go, man, Kyle Shanahan might be crazy enough to give me two first round picks yes. to get his tenure off and he doesn't want to see this kid go there then put such a huge price tag on if there him was, and then have success if
0: there was no franchise tag and they were just going to trade Kirk Cousins do you think they could get two first round picks in that trade I don't think they could that's no. what I mean I know it's a very, it's a very good question uh, so we have two different things here yeah. uh, we have uh, one of our guys on the comments saying uh, Josiah Jackson my boy Kirk is staying home and then Peter Gall going please no Cousins to the nine Talk to the Niners fans. What could what could Cousins and Shanahan get accomplished in, in oh, uh, San Francisco? I don't know
1: why you wouldn't want Cousins to the Niners. I mean, you know, I look at it like this. I mean, first of all, it's very easy to rebuild an NFL football team in this day and age. I don't care if you're the worst team in football. You can go worst to in the playoff conversation in one year with a good year of free agency and the draft. You certainly can. I think the Niners can.
0: are at least two years. Away I
1: would now. say two. So, Just I would say so as well, yes. Yeah. I mean, in, in all likelihood, yes, you're, you're exactly right. But Cousins would go there. I think of this right away. This is the first guy that jumps to my mind. Kyle Shanahan doesn't want to be in Billy O'Brienville where he's going to yes. the year four and he still hasn't found a quarterback. So I think sometimes these guys go, you know what, let me just get my tenure off to a good start. I know this guy. I believe in this talent. I drafted him. He knows my system to where the system can just hit off, hit you know, hit the ground going 100 miles per hour instead of the training wheel process of teaching a new quarterback how to learn one of these intricate uh, systems that Kyle Shanahan does run. Yes. So, uh, no, if you're a 49er fan, I think you want a Kirk Cousins. I really do. You you would want a Kirk Cousins over any of these guys that are unproven uh, coming out in the draft to a degree. I mean, these first-round-type quarterbacks we're talking about, man, there's a whole lot of question marks across the board on all of them.
0: It's it's incredible, and I think the the Washington Redskins doing this and pushing the buck down the road and saying, we'll deal with this when we have to franchise
1: tag. You get what is it two first rounds and that's it? Is two, it? Two, I think
0: it's two first rounds. Two, yeah, I want to just check
1: uh, somebody in the back check on that, but yeah, I think Quinn McGuire is, first, right.
0: is uh, agreeing with your point. Colts did that after getting Andrew Luck. Where's the first? Sometimes you got to you got to make that move, right? I mean, we saw the, with the Rams one year. The, the year the greatest show on turf, they're one of the worst teams of football. The next year, they won the Super Bowl. See. And then Joe Tomko is taking the wrong take here. Sorry, Joe. Cousins needs to sign cap-friendly long-term deal and keep Garcon and Deshaun Jackson. Joe, let me ask you a question. If you went into your boss and your boss said, you know what? Let's see how you do in this next quarter before I give you a raise. And you blow sales out of the water. And he has to pay you a lot of money. And then he goes, why don't you take a cap-friendly deal? Yeah. No. Right. Kirk Cousins did what all of us want to do as employees, mm-hmm. which is exceed expectations and get paid. Bank. And he wanted a long-term deal last he year. He wanted it for and cheaper. And they didn't want to give it to him. So right. now he's pissed
1: off at them, and he's probably only going to be there one more year. And then you guys are going to be looking for uh, a quarterback, Washington.
0: It is just two first-round picks. It Let's is, talk okay. about the guys that did not get the tag. And we're going to start about uh, Eric Berry. He'll turn 29 during the season. He gets a new deal. Uh, th- these are the numbers. And, of course, we care only about the guarantees here at Sims and Lefkoe. Uh Six years, $78 million is the contract. It is $40 million guaranteed. Guaranteed with a $20 million signing bonus, so it's really a three- to four-year deal right. for $40 million, which is kind of how I see it, or a little bit more yeah, than that. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting is it's, he's now the highest-paid safety in the NFL in terms of guaranteed money, yeah. but Barry was in the same situation as Kirk Cousins. He wanted 11 to $12 million last year, just got a deal for $13 million a deal. Yes. I don't know if you even think he's the best safety on the team Eric Berry for me the story about beating cancer his leadership in the locker room he seems like he gets paid more a, a little bit because of who he is in addition to how he is in the field I think so listen he's
1: definitely one of the better safeties in the game there's no doubt about okay, it Okay yeah I'm not talking yeah, bad about it No him. and I, I know you're not and I think this
0: year yeah, I mean Quinn McGuire says everybody loves Eric Berry
1: Yeah everybody does so that does it adds into it listen when you're a good guy and you work hard and you say all the right things I think we all know this you get the benefit of the doubt sometime and that even holds true even stronger to the team that drafted you because Teams love their own draft picks to succeed. It justifies the front offices. Oh, what have we done? Yes, we drafted this guy in the first round five years ago, and he's going to be here for ten years, starting on our team. Yeah, exactly. We did an awesome job. So teams love that he's a baby that came up in their system. Um, yes, I would say before this year, I would say he's certainly not one of the five best mm. safeties in football. Yeah, going into he had the year, a magical season, he had a magical season. No are, doubt about it. They
0: are Super Bowl caliber. They are, and I like the fact that you know what? We got Chris Jones. We can. Move on from Don Terry Poe. We right. got a lot of big guys up front, and they signed the guard Tardiff uh, to yeah. a nice contract. Yes. I like what they've done this offseason mm-hmm. thus far because I think out of Poe and Barry, Barry was the guy you definitely.
1: Tag. Barry's the guy all the way. Yes, you don't mess with that. But Poe, listen, back issues, play has not been to the caliber you've wanted uh, Don Terry Poe uh, to this point in his career. Awesome. All right, there
0: are five other big names that have not been <laughs> tagged, and one of them uh, I know that you think needs to. To get signed. And that's Dante Hightower. But Alshon Jeffrey. Remember, he was franchise tagged last year. Uh, the the Bears would have cost about 18 million for that second franchise tag. Remember, Antonio Brown just got 17 million. That would be kind of crazy. Uh, Stephon Gilmore. Uh, he wants to get paid. Everything that I'm re- re- reading, he paid. Plus, if the Bills were to pay him around 15 million, their total cap is 21. So they're done free agency yes. if they they tag him. Yes. A.J. Bouye. We're gonna get to him in a second. I can't believe he wasn't tagged. Don Terry Poe, a guy that a lot of people know because he throws touchdown passes, but, you know... I think he's a little bit overrated because he was a first-round pick, yeah. and he's got fleet feet for a fat boy. Yep. Uh, Dante Hightower, 26 years old. The report from Ian Rappaport is the Patriots want to resign him. Yep. The franchise tag is too expensive, mm-hmm. and they believe that they will be able to negotiate with him even if he goes and tests the market.
1: I do think so. I, I, I would expect that, too. I mean, uh, first of all, this is the first thing I would say about Dante Hightower. Again, he falls into the category of we drafted him. He's our baby. We like him a lot. New England, if you're worth 10 cents, they're not going to give you 11. That's Mm. what they do. They have a market value set on you before you even get to free agency where they believe realistically where you should be. And when you ask for stupid numbers above that, that's when they ship your ass out of town a la Jamie Collins. So, Dante Hightower, first thing i go just to evaluating the players. Not too many teams really want six, four, 270 hundred and seventy pound middle linebackers. Who are the teams in the NFL? The Man, Texans, the Texans, the Ravens, the, Patriots, the Ravens. Yeah, I mean that would jump, the, the Chicago I, Bears would probably be in that conversation. It is interesting
0: that the rest of the NFL is trying to get small, speedy linebackers, and the Patriots, the Ravens, the Texans, all the best defenses have absolute monsters in the middle
1: and killer linebackers, right? I mean, all I read about Dante Hightower is he's the, one of the best blitzing middle line. You know why he, he's one of the best blitzing middle linebackers? In football. You know why he's the best blitzing middle linebacker? Because he's
0: freaking huge. He's 270 yeah. and there's no tailback that can block him one-on-one. Stephen Booth, Raiders middle linebacker, he fits the bills. Uh, Peter high Hightower to the Niners. There's a lot of teams with a ton of cap room. And I know the Patriots have a lot of cap room too. Yeah. Could these teams price him out?
1: I don't think so because I don't think the 49ers and the Oakland Raiders run the Seattle scheme. They want athletes who can
0: run. No, they run the Seattle scheme and they don't want the big guy they in the middle. They don't want the
1: big guy in the middle. So I, that's why I think it's a calculated thing they've gone man the teams that have money that really need middle linebackers don't want that type don't of want linebacker. that type exactly right and listen it, dante hightower is a smart guy he was a first round pick he's made pretty good money yeah. he's made a, himself a name for himself up in new england and I do think he's a guy from Alabama. He values winning, he's seen the way things should be done to be successful. Yeah that's And I think he'll thing. have a hard time lowering his expectations to go somewhere maybe for an extra
0: two million dollars. Uh, Stefan Gilmore, yeah. Is he a top-level cornerback? Are you okay with the Bills not tagging him?
1: Yeah, I am okay. You know, the the Bills, without me pulling up their roster, which I'll do here as we talk about. But Gilmore, uh, I don't think is, you know, he's roughly maybe in the top ten corners in football conversation. I don't know if he makes it. I don't think cut. he had a great year. Now, yeah. two years ago, I probably would have said yes, he was yes. in that conversation. This past year was not stellar. Uh, he got beat in a number of games if you really watch him. Would you take him or Bouye? I would take Bouye. Bouye, to me, is the guy right now.
0: So let me talk yeah. about Bouye. So the— The tag would be about $14 million plus to tag him. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was an undrafted free agent. He entered last season with the Texans as their fourth best corner, and he is far and away their best corner at season's end. Texans have about $26 million in cap space, so if you sign Bouye, you can maybe get another big-named free agent, but not a lot. Um, And everything I read on Texans' blogs was, look, his year was incredible, but he really only had one good year. For me, he's the perfect candidate for this. And when you have the number one defense, you want to keep those pieces together. Yeah. Uh, I'm very surprised that they're not going to tag him because he is going to fetch a lot. Because all the teams with a lot of cap space, Niners, J- like Jags, yes. like everybody, they he's, all need a Raiders, they no all doubt. need a
1: corner. No doubt. You're right. He's going to be the hot commodity, in my opinion. And if, if you're evaluating the corners, he is the number one corner. I understand it's one year, but damn it was a Good year, I'll say that much. And he has all the physical attributes to kind of justify the year as well. It wasn't like, you know, a guy that played zone and the ball just happened to, you know, be tipped and land in his hand. He's playing man. He's playing man a ton and shutting down some of the best receivers in football. But also, hey, at the end of the day, team's got to take in their resources, right? I got four diamonds. I want a ruby or an emerald, too, to mix things up. Well, they got three first-round corners, yeah. and I think they go, we have a lot of money tied up into these guys. Yeah. We just drafted Kevin Johnson in the first round two, two years, years ago, ago, and they just can't part ways with that. And I also think this has to come into the conversation. Okay. You talked about the salary cap issue. They want to leave a little room for a uh, one Tony Romo just in case he comes there. How much do you think it would cost to get Tony Romo? I think Tony would Tony has 12 made million? a shitload of money. Sorry, Facebook.
0: I said the yes word. alright. Um, this is podcast, yeah. too, so you can curse all you Good. want. Well, look, uh, they have $26 million in cap space, yeah. $14 million to A.J. Bouye, $12 million to Tony Romo, offseason done. <laughs> done. Let's do it. <laughs> um, and then Don Terry Poe. Do you think there will be... He's in that very stocked defensive tackle he market. He is. And again, he's going to be a guy I think
1: that not every defense is going to want him. He's a true 3-4 nose tackle, mm. right? He, you can't put a Don Terry Poe at times... Um, just that three technique and go, yeah. hey, you know, sometimes you're three technique, sometimes you're a nose tackle like a Jonathan Hankins. No, right. Don Terry Poe is a huge, giant man. He's like a Brandon
0: Williams of the Baltimore Ravens. So, Byron Sandell saying, Don Terry Poe to the Redskins. Uh,
1: that would be the great pick. I yeah, think I think I did a video and article. That right, that's what they need. And uh, The guy that they have there now, Greg Minuski, their new defensive coordinator, he's from uh, the Colts uh, with Chuck Pagano before this. Which is the Ravens, and it would which be is the right, big people exactly middle. right so it would fit exactly right so our man there whoever made that yep. comment he's he's on track i think all
0: right so let's look at um oh the bengals o-line um so that is going to be who zeit zeitler zeitler do yes. you think they get a deal done i i mm, that, that's, and whitworth who do you think they prioritize you well, thought they would do because Whitworth is a little bit older.
1: Whitworth is older. He's probably the guy that's pl- probably a little bit more willing and at this point of his career to just go. You know what? I like it here in Cincinnati. Yeah. I've played my whole you know career here, and. Uh, we can figure it out, whatever it may be. Yeah. He's the guy you kind of go to and like, okay, this is where we're at after free agency, and let's see if we can work out a deal that's really good for you and good for us at the same time. Yeah. And I think that's uh, respectable. But I think the guard thing with Zeitler and company, yeah, they're taking a chance. They definitely are. Mm. Because I think if you look at the teams at the top of the board again, just like you said, there are some teams that need offensive well, line. You can say Jacksonville. To... You could say Tampa. Yeah. You could say San Francisco. I just read a
0: comment from John Schneider. He goes, offensive linemen are hard to find. Look it up. Right, And we always talk about how offensive line play in the NFL is deteriorating. Yep. If you get a guy that played for an O-line, the Bengals, where they've had good O-line play yep. now for the last three, four years, right. so you know it's a good system. Right. It's hard to pass up. Also, and they have
1: resources. They've drafted guys, right? Yes. They drafted our oh, guy yeah, from two, Oregon. They yeah. drafted the guy Obwehi from Texas
0: A&M. Jake Fisher. Jake Fisher. Right. Uh, the other comment from uh, a Texans that just came out was Bill O'Brien said, we are going to try, we want to bring Bouye back. Yeah. But that's also what they need to say to get that message out to the agents and stuff. Yeah. But it's a risk. It's a risk. It is.
1: It's a huge risk. I don't think there's any way he's back. I think that's uh, far-fetched. Yeah, they'd like to bring him back, but uh, I don't see how it happens because, like you just said, every. I mean – Man, you go Browns, 49ers, Tampa Bay, Jaguars, Titans, Patriots, Colts, Bears, Raiders, Those top nine teams with free agent space
0: all need corners. Justin Spence is saying something that I think echoes your point earlier about JPP. He said those franchise tags killed the pass rush market. Mm -hmm. And I think we look at the depth of the defensive tackle market. We look at the depth of some of the other positions. Maybe not cornerback. That's a little bit top heavy. But since there weren't a lot of great pass rushers, you have to tag those guys or else they're going to get paid really high.
1: Yeah. uh, Listen, I, I get that. I think there's certainly some thought of yeah. thought of that, um, but man, that's a lot of money they got. Uh, on their defensive line right now, which is going to be interesting.
0: So, as I said before, there are still, uh, it's until July 15th for teams to get a long-term deal done with those players that get the franchise tag. And you believe there are three players that could actually work out a long-term deal that were tagged. (laughs) Those three being K-1 short first. Uh, You think they can get a long-term deal done with K-1? I do. I would say, be careful. Because do you remember who the Panthers franchise tagged last year? I don't. Who is Josh that? Josh Norman. Oh, you're right. And they rescinded the tag. So not only could he get a long-term deal done, he could also be a free agent. That's a, a good point. Yeah. Uh, who knows what Dave
1: Gettleman's doing? I would be shocked because this guy is, again, ultra talented. He's a special player. Uh, I just can't see them parting ways with him. And I think when all said and done, yeah, the way their cap is spread out and everything of that nature um, – Uh, I mean, they have enough room. I think before training camp goes, gets, gets going, they will find a way to work this out. But they just didn't want him to hit the market and get out there yes. and price himself out because of the Raiders and teams like that who exactly. could use him.
0: Next one is Tremaine Johnson. Again, he got the tag last year. If he ends up signing this tag, guaranteed he is paid. He's the highest paid corner in football, which I don't think we think he's the best. No. He's top 10. Yeah, I if he, he did not
1: have a top 10 year. No. Him,
0: like just
1: like Stephon Gilmore, they had rough years. They were If they hit free agency two years ago, they'd have been better off than right. they are now.
0: Stephon Gilmore, Tremaine Johnson, also both incredible body Yes. In the NFL. Rare body type. But Tremaine, when you watch Tremaine, you go, wow, that's a really tall, long, and muscular corner. Richard Sherman, Akib Talibish. What do you think he, he, so he's getting 16 million. Yeah. What do you think he's more in the range of? Well, I, I think realistically, I think when
1: they look at it, first of all, and then we might have said this on Monday, is it, Wade Phillips there? He needs his Akeem Talib. Yes. They can't let two of their top corners go out the door that they drafted two years in a row. That yeah. would make no sense. But I'd also say 17 million a year for. Tremaine Johnson is a little crazy as well, or what is it, 16 and change, right? 16 and change, So, that's a little ridiculous. I do think that when it's all sudden done, they will find a way to lower that number, give him some long-term security, and I think it'll be more in the range of a 13 to 14 type (laughs) Mm -hmm. of year, where he gets some good guaranteed money up front. Man, it worked out.
0: When you have a franchise by the balls, it's beautiful. And last one, you think Le'Veon Bell will get a long-term deal done? I mean, this is like... No doubt.
1: First of all, I'll, I'll just say this Le'Veon Bell has so much power in this situation. Le'Veon Bell shouldn't play football this year unless he gets a long term deal. The so you've been
0: you've been waiting for a player, yes. to really hold out, and right. we thought Von Miller was going to be that guy right. last year. You think Le'Veon? Do you think he'll do it, or do you want him to do it? I, I I want him to
1: do it. I think he'd do it too. I really do. I think with the injury that happened to him two years ago, right. he realizes how fragile the position is. Larry in general. Johnson
0: did at this position. Yeah. So
1: I, I'm if I'm Le'Veon Bell. And we saw the transformation of this team this year. We're where finally
0: became Le'Veon's team. Exactly right. It's yeah. no
1: longer, oh, well, we can deal with that. you. We got Big Ben, we got and big we'll throw ben it all over the lot. And, yeah. No. You this can't is,
0: rely on Martavis Bryant. Right. Hmm. I,
1: I just think he has all the power here. I think they almost have to get a deal done with him because I do think, I've been around this kid a little bit. He's a smart kid. He is He knows smart. what's going on. I freestyle. think he will draw a line in the sand and be like, no, you're not – Go find another running back that can run slot routes and run slant routes on the, the outside. Do you think the Antonio
0: Brown contract... D'Angelo Williams is a free agent. They got nothing. Do you think the Antonio Brown contract can impact his contract? Uh,
1: yeah, well, I, I think that... I, yes, it's going to impact it to a degree, but at least they got one out of the way to now where they can start the juggling process and figure it out from there. That's a, This is why they didn't commit to a Lawrence Timmons, right, in free agency. This is why you haven't seen Jarvis Jones re-signed yet. Right. Because they are trying to, I think, save a little bit money and let the market kind of fix itself a little before they figure out how they're going to pay a levy on yes. Bell.
0: J- Justin Spence has something yeah. that we've been saying. Well, the draft is deep at running back, so free agent market guys will get less at running back. There's a lot of interesting free agent running backs. Yeah. But I think even with the draft guys, even with the good names in free agency, no one is Le'Veon Bell. Exactly right. This he is, is the best running back in football.
1: Exactly right. It's a different breed of man altogether. And, and you yeah, can
0: tell by the way they were calling plays that they know it. They know it. There's no doubt. Everything
1: they do is based on Le'Veon Bell at this point. And, yeah, as awesome as Leonard Fournette is and Dalvin Cook is and the kid from Tennessee, I see all of it. But I go – Mm, I'm not going to just say, oh, they're definitely going to be Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is about as special My as a My only guess. question
0: for you yeah. is, Mike Tomlin is a player's coach. Right. When you have a guy that's going to hold out, and the entire team knows that he is the team. Yeah. How would Tomlin handle this? How would the team tr- like feel about Le'Veon Bell? Do, I, this is an interesting franchise for a guy to hold out yeah, for. Yeah,
1: I think this is where the advantage of like the coach that doesn't have any, you know, or has limited say in players and the GM, you know, the, as far isn't as... isn't GM like he, Belichick. G- like Be- right, this is the advantage they have because he can take the side of the player a little bit, right? And I think that's what he will probably do. He will and then be. What
0: does the front office the think front about office, the coach? front
1: office. He can be like. He can play like I'm the good guy. You guys are the bad guy. Like right. We'll have
0: a meeting with them. They'll and go know. Look, Mr. Like, listen. I got
1: to be here to back my player up. Yeah.
0: So my team that's stay
1: positive do. and exactly right. And then you guys can be the bad guys and nitpick over dollars and cents. Mm. I, I, that would be my play. That would what I would do. And I think Mike Tomlin. You know, knowing him, he, he would know that as well. If
0: your franchise had that much money invested in just Bell and Brown, I mean, you kind of have to. You yeah. can't let those guys go. No, you,
1: there's no way. I mean, there, there's this is a team that, yeah, even if Big Ben retires a year or two from now, you can get a middle-of-the-road type of quarterback to come in. You've still got guys like Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. You're still going to be a really good football team. Nothing's
0: going to change a whole lot. So we got, we got Quinn McGuire upset that he thinks David Johnson's the best running back in the NFL. Hey, listen, I, he I is up there in terms of is. athleticism, yeah. but I think Bell has done it for longer and on a bigger stage. But DJ is certainly in that, guy. in that Ezekiel Elliott, those are like the, top the three, three guys I would take. So with these franchise tags, that means that you have a new top five of available free agents. Top five. Top five, top five, top five. You do a good, uh, what is his name?
1: Uh, You sound like the, the cartoon show that's on Fox with Seth MacFarlane family guy yeah you sound top five <laughs> well, you sound like the dad almost a little bit peter griffin so yeah you sound like peter griffin. i can't do
0: it the only impersonation i do is christopher walken okay not just the, the notch in the belt <laughs> he's a good man that's a good Salah. one salad that's good maybe a chocolate shake <laughs> and i know gabe the ca- cameraman I, I don't even know what your title is he does a good he does a good christopher walken too that's what he's sitting here thumbs up all right so your new top five yeah are we going five to one uh that's a good question well there they go Yes. Uh, One is to the left, Alshon Jeffrey. He's your number one? He's my number one. All right, then let's start off with number five. Number five, Dante Dante Hightower. Hightower. Listen,
1: to me, he's one of the best middle linebackers in football. I know he's not for every scheme, but, man, downhill thumpers uh, that have more athleticism than people realize at 270 pounds. Mm. Uh, he is definitely, he's number five. I put A.J. Bouye in front of him only because Bouye can play in any defense. Number four, he's in A.J. The, he's in the prime of his career and yeah. I put Hightower five only because of basically there's only a few amount of systems that he'll fit gotcha. into. You think
0: Bouye can play everywhere? Exactly. Number three, number three, Calais Campbell. Yes,
1: and I almost put A.J. Bouye in front of him as well because he's I, a little bit older. Exactly right. I mean, Calais Campbell, I think it's going into year 10 this year. I mean, in the other. He's getting long in the tooth, but regardless, I still kept him there because you know what flashing on my mind? Games like the New Orleans Saints when he's just like, Raw, get out of my way, yeah. screw Drew Brees, sack Bumble, yeah. pick it up. Um, Brandon Williams would be my number two. Number two, two Brandon yeah, Williams. No doubt. I mean, one of the best Run stopping nose tackles in football. I think he gets a bigger pa- contract than a Damon Snacks Harrison did last year at uh, playing the same one, position.
0: Alshon Jeffrey. Hey, I can't believe you have him number one. I, you know, I, I I thought
1: about it and I was almost sitting there thinking. Who are guys I could put in front of him at number one? And then I just went, you know, that's, I'm being—I I don't want him to be number one. Why? Because I just—I'm maybe I'm not in love with them personally. Uh, but he's number one because
0: does the steroid thing last year mess you well, up? Well, it was PEDs, but yeah. I don't know if it was steroids yeah, we don't know exactly. What but it
1: regardless. Is. There just ain't too many people on my old saying, planet Earth, that are 6'5 and 230 yeah. and can run that way. And when a 50-50 ball's in the air, it seems to be 80-20, always Alshon I I guess,
0: he was a number two. And you have been trying to convince me for these last few months that he is a definite number one.
1: Well, And I think if I was to take some of the blame, I'm probably part of the blame of why you think he was a number two. Because I think it was like two or three years ago where I wasn't totally
0: sold on to him as a top-end well, receiver. It also when him and Brandon Marshall on the same exactly team. I thought right. Brandon Marshall was so much better than right, him. Right, right. I think Gary that's where it Says that I sound like the Tekken guy. The Tekken? Fight. <laughs> right. Ooh. Uh, Chris Sims versus Adam. Left go. Scorpion wins. I just got an alert from my translation app that today is World Compliment Day. World Compliment Day? i just like Day. to say that I think you look good in top buttons. Hey, thanks, man. I why appreciate it. Why don't that. you give me a compliment? I really like working with you. Oh, my God. Thanks. I think your hands are cold. Um, all right, so those are your new top five free agents. Yeah. Was there anyone that almost made the cut? Um, let me just make sure
1: I didn't. Let me just make sure I'm uh, got it right here. I got the list in front of me. Who else didn't make the cut? Um, roughly, I mean, Gilmore was in the conversation okay. there, um, but no. I think my top five. I felt really comfortable with what about those guys. Terrell
0: Pryor. Yeah, I,
1: I, Pryor. Again, he crossed my mind, uh, but I think he's still a few notches down. From from that area.
0: What about Zeitler?
1: Yeah, Zeitler again. Uh, Zeidler, T.J. Lang, I mean... Yeah, T.J. Lang. Man, they're two of the best guards in football. I mean, they're, I, I think they're going to end up finding homes other than where they are just because the teams with all the money, like we said, yeah. need guards. Man, if
0: the Seahawks could get one of those guys, yeah, I would, uh, if yep. the Broncos could get some of those guys, yes. the teams that we think are really good that the offensive line doesn't... Right. Let, I would the think Bucks, the
1: 49ers could be in that conversation. The 49 Shanahan,
0: that zone scheme. I just have a hard time thinking that Guys, maybe. I I just always assume players want to go to winning franchises. Yeah. But San Francisco is a cool city. And they can pay you a lot of frickin' money.
1: Yep, and I think guys also they got to get over that thought. That's old thought. Do
0: they work with Shanahan, uh, TJ Langens? They really do. They, they would mobile be they enough? would be perfect for that.
1: Yes, they would. Okay,
0: uh, let's do some. Uh, we're gonna get to some Facebook questions, but and also some topics. So I'll do topics, and while you're talking, I'm gonna half listen. Yeah. and I'm gonna steal questions right. up there. Cats farming right now. First one is Kaepernick opting out of his contract. Yep. Uh, it, it's not official until Thursday when he submits a letter to the league. Will Will there be a market for him? Do you think he ends up in San Francisco?
1: I think if he ends up anywhere, he does end up back in San Francisco. Now he listen. He opted out probably because I would think that San Francisco said to him, "We're going to cut you, and it's our chance to opt out in a few weeks because we're not going to pay you. What was it, fourteen million dollars? Yeah. That's not going to happen because we don't know if you're going to be the starting quarterback. I think most of the NFL hates Colin Kaepernick. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, I really do. I know you. I've said it to you a number of times yeah. throughout the year. You know his stand. I well, I was all for his what his fight was for the cause. Yes, there is racism in this country still. If you don't believe that, then you just aren't around enough black people or people of color in general because I am and I see it all the time. So I understand the cause, but I do think his approach was wrong, and I think he really upset a very right-wing conservative NFL in general. Yeah. Uh, and I have a hard time thinking a lot of teams are even going to show any interest in him because of his stance with that and then the Fidel Castro T-shirt he wore, which was like the final nail in the coffin.
0: Uh, Some quick ones that I'm seeing right now. A lot (laughs) of people are asking about Jamal Charles. Yeah, Jamal Charles. Listen, again. The rumors right now is Philly. Yeah, I I get that. Jamal Charles has still got... Take a a cheap flyer on him.
1: Yeah, I mean, a cheap flyer. I mean, I I don't know if Philly would be the spot I would look at right away just because I go... Who would you like? I mean, to me, like a team that needs... Like the New England Patriots, mm. that could be an interesting one. The Carolina Panthers, yes. uh, teams that are not looking for their starting running back, but, but a just to bolster the Ryan the Stevens, squad. sell right.
0: it once and for all. Does Tony Romo come to Denver?
1: No. I'm going to say no. Reading between the lines for what they're saying, and you and I, my belief, if I'm putting my GM hat on is, The quarterback was not the issue there in in Denver last year. Romo, all said and done, I think it'll be either Kansas City or the Texans.
0: Uh, Joe Tomko, Deshaun Jackson, staying in D.C. or going to Tampa or Philly? I think he's going to end up in Tampa
1: or Philly. who else am I missing? There's I think the 49ers would have a chance mm. to do that. I mean for the LA Rams, McVeigh is he's a California kid. The Rams and Niners both need receivers. Gotcha. He went to Cal. San Francisco's right up there. Kyle Shannon and McVeigh normally if you look at them, they like, a they like those guy. smaller guys, yes. right? They're shifting and doing little uh, different things. I
0: had someone in the kitchen today. I won't say who it was, right. Pellegrino, uh, talk about Darrell Revis, Yeah, And, hey, I could see him moving to safety. Right. And I looked at him and I said, how is the guy that's afraid of tackling going to play a position that requires you to hit hard? I think Darrell Revis is done do you think that he will latch on somewhere and where could it possibly be? <sighs> I, I think it's only going to happen... I thought it was so embarrassing, his performance last year.
1: Yeah, listen, I, you're right. It is. He hasn't... And,
0: let me... Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. February 16th, charged with four felonies for rolling a fight in Pittsburgh. Right. Next day, turned himself into police, and then he was released by the Jets about 11 days later. But right. what do you think is the market not including the off-the-field felonies, which we don't know Well, whatever. The happen.
1: off-the-field stuff, too, is a bunch of crap. They were going to cut him regardless, first of all, and... And listen, this I've, is a been, good excuse. I've been on a lot of New York talk radio and really watched this crap, first of all. I mean, it sounds like the, he's going to... I have a hard time believing he'll be bu- guilty of any of those
0: charges. Okay, when but all where said and do you, do you, where do you regardless, think he go?
1: I do think he's willing to try the safety thing out. The people I know... Do you think
0: he can play safety?
1: I do. I think his tackling throughout his career has been better than those few little clips we saw this year where he did kind of chicken out a
0: few times, yes. right? So For I, me, I, he I didn't look it. good in his uniform. It looked like he put on a lot of weight. I think that's. I didn't that like one. how he handled it in the media. Right. Uh, he just seemed like a guy that was kind of like, you know what, man? I've been around the block. I'm a little bit older. I'm not in it anymore. That was just the vibe. Just from looking at him all and I listening think, to him talk. I think
1: that's legit. I think that's the vibe, too. I think that's the vibe. The Jets got uh, I think that's can even be the vibe the, the New England Patriots got towards the end, too, that they just wish he was a little more aggressive in training and in practice. And you're right. His body doesn't look the same. It's a little lumpy. I'm sorry. And the thighs and the butt He needs area. to come
0: over to my fifth floor walk-up and tone, <laughs> Get it, to tone it, up. it up a little. Uh, the other big news today, Jimmy Garoppolo not being traded. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying, man, what about those picks? Right. And your thing is, how many times do people need to learn that Super Bowl champion caliber teams need good backups? Yes. I mean,
1: listen, I'm not sure if I totally believe New England's going to say, no, we're not trading you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They're smart, and I think if they got a a deal that totally blew them away, they would would go for it and maybe trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. But I also think that they've probably had conversations, Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick, and go, you know, what if Brady breaks his ankle in Week 10 next year? I mean, we have a Super Bowl caliber team. Are we really going to go all in with Jacoby Brissett, who I know they really like? But I'm sure they would be like, man, it's only year two for him. He's still raw. Can we really do that? Yeah. Where if you have a, a cog like Jimmy Garoppolo, you go, oh, we're still the New England Patriots, and we could go to the Super Bowl.
0: Uh, quick one. Where do you think Adrian Peterson ends up? Uh, th- this is my big thing. But
1: first of all, I-, I think this like I don't understand the obsession with Adrian Peterson right because now because
0: he's. Fucking Adrian Peterson. I,
1: I get it. He's one of the three greatest running backs of all time, but he ain't been one of the three greatest and four, three best running backs in football in four years. So I don't know what everybody like. Everybody think like, oh, he's gonna cut out healthy, and we're gonna see the two thousand and nine Adrian Peterson. No, those days are done. The NFL running back career, he's already far exceeded that. He's a freak in nature in general. He's played 20 out of the last 48 games. So I understand the 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 talk of him, but I'm also shocked sometimes about people think, oh, we're going to get Adrian Peterson, and he's going to be our starting running back, and we're going to run 30 times, and he's going to run for 1,800 yards this year. No, that will not happen. Um, it's going to be, you want him, okay, to sign him, the Carolina Panthers, the Tampa Bay Bucks if you want to bring him into town, again, to bolster your what room the Patriots little, The Patriots, certainly, just like the Jamal Charles thing, yes. I mean, Belichick and company have showed the propensity to Good sign. Shit. Thank you. Thanks, bro. That was uh, awesome. The, the, the They have shown the propensity to
0: sign oh, X-Legends
1: propensity. <laughs> uh, but yeah, ex nfl Legends. Belichick gets off on that a little uh, bit.
0: Here is the last one before we go, because I think this is a very good foresight question. One of the teams that has the most free agency cap room is the Oakland Raiders. They are also one of the teams that is capable of winning the Super Bowl, depending on Derek Carr. Back-to-back questions here. Stephen Booth asked, what moves do you think they make? And then Leon Boschley asked the question that I think is really smart. How much can the Raiders spend this year when you know you have to pay Derek Carr, Khalil Mack, and Amari Cooper in the near future?
1: Yeah, uh, yes. I mean, Amari Cooper what they They still got three years left right you got two he's only he's last year was year two he's got year She's three and four deal. and then the fifth year option Derek Derek sort of Carr up up. will be a
0: four-year deal right so
1: uh, listen they're certainly keeping that in the back of their mind there's no doubt about it they know they're gonna have to pony because up because
0: all three of them could get the largest contract in football at their position yeah. when their contract is up totally get it. Khalil Mack is definitely getting it Derek Carr could definitely get it and Amari Cooper will thousand percent be in that 14 to 18 million dollar no range no doubt
1: I, Agreed. So, uh, listen, they're gonna they're gonna keep that into account as far as the moves are concerned. Where they go with that, listen, there's, I, it, it's got the be, window is tight. It's got to be corners, right? Yeah, you, you got to think corners. Uh, listen, they probably could use another true legit between the tackles, running back. As much as we love Richard and the kid DeAndre Washington, they're kind of like third down, you know, shifty scatterball. Adrian scatterbug. Peterson. So, yeah, I, I get that. I mean, I, I get that, uh, but he wouldn't be the guy I would go to, yeah. but. Corner's gotta be the big thing, and then they need a playmaker on the interior D line. They've been a little unlucky. Now the jihad ward kid could be that the Mario, the Mario Edwards, Edwards really hurt. He them. was going to be a playmaker before guy. his neck injury. No doubt about it. Uh, but there's good value even if you're thinking about you the future. Benny Logan or something. Yeah, Benny Logan's the corners that are out there. I mean, we haven't even talked about Drake Kirkpatrick, good guys like Morris Claiborne, Brandon Carr, guys that can hold you over for yes. a year or two yes. that you might not. Ryan Logan, uh, or Logan Ryan, yeah. sorry, for uh, so there's there's people out there that they can piece together and improve and their football team and not have to compromise. Car and, and everybody. Still,
0: Pryor ends up on the Patriots. Uh,
1: I think at the end of the day, no. I think if I had to say number one, he ends up back in Cleveland because I think there's a love affair between him and Hugh Jackson. Hugh gave him this legit opportunity, not only in Cincinnati, but here in Cleveland. And And they have so much capital. And he's an Ohio kid. And, yes, they'll be able to spend a little extra money on him because because of their
0: situation. Awesome. All right, franchise tags are in the books. I think it adds a little bit of clarity. But, again, March 9th is when free agency starts. So even if they didn't get tagged, a Dante Hightower, a Kevin Zeitler, uh, some of the other guys, they can still be signed. And even if they are tagged, it's until July 15th to get a long-term deal done. Yep. The NFL Combine, man, it is uh it is here. It is almost the underwear Olympics time. We get to just put these guys through. Last year, someone's locker. penis came out during oh. the 40. Oh, Chris yeah, Jones, right. the Kansas City Chiefs. Who knows what's gonna happen this year? <laughs> I'll be locked and loaded on the NFL network. It should be good. Yeah. But uh overall how does this free agency crop rank to the ones that we've seen the last few years yeah i don't know i think it it,
1: it depends on certain positions i mean uh, defensive line good yeah defensive line good corner weak Co- yep. defensive end pass rusher weak Yep. but Quarterback, i think there's there's some weak. value there there where i look at like corner yeah. and some of the defensive ends and, and those guys where i just go yeah they're not like huge sexy names that everybody's going to be like looking at the headlines every day for but a lot of guys out there this year where i just look at it and go man, they can help your team. They might not be the difference maker, but they're really going to help you. All
0: right. As you listen to all these press conferences from coaches and players in Indianapolis, remember they're only saying things because they want you to hear them. It's not always the truth. Yes, right. So it should be interesting. Guys, I hope your team kept your favorite player. You don't have to get a New Jersey. We'll see what happens. For Sims. Peace out, homies. I'm Lufko. Enjoy your day.